1: Welcome to the Donna and Steve Show, everybody. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, producer
0: Dawn. Hi. 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 Hey. <laughs> uh oh.
2: What's the matter? Happy Wednesday. What's it's the matter? No, nothing's the matter. All right. You know what I'm sick of? What are you sick of, Steve? I was talking with Elizabeth Reese about this uh, before uh, Twin Cities Live or during a break or something. Can I just, can I just, can I just, what? I can't briefly vent. To you guys anymore? No, you're all good. You know what I'm sick of? I'm really sick of having to couch everything that you say in 2020 regarding the pandemic. You you mean like walking on eggshells?
0: Yes. So you don't want to make anybody
2: angry, but... Anytime. Think of this. You say, oh yeah, and I, I had some friends over and we had dinner. And then what does everybody do? Oh, and we were socially distanced. Oh, and we had masks on while we were inside. And it was most of it was on the deck. I feel all the time like we're all telling when we tell each other stories about socializing. Mm-hmm. We're protecting we feel, ourselves. We feel like we are on the stand, and that we're on trial. And there's yeah. a jury who's writing everything down. And I'm also convinced that uh, if you had a surveillance camera running on you, no one, even even the the police out there who's policing everybody's you know, social activities um, is doing as much as they would like to portray that they are doing. Everybody's being lazy about this in their own private way. And then in other ways, I think they're being very proactively diligent and rule followers. But the conversations that have to happen with all the, I didn't I we had a mask on. And the only reason I took my mask off there was we were, you know, we were six feet, we were outside and all that. I find that to be just a little, like the leak in the basement that is really annoying about all this. <laughs> it's just like, it's I not a major it. problem. It's just like, oh, gosh. Yeah.
0: It is what it is.
2: Whose <laughs> side yeah. are you on?
0: No, I get it. I'll, um, You know, it's funny. I'll wipe down things in my house. You know, the oven knobs and the dishwasher handles and the refrigerator and the doorknobs and the light switches. And I feel the need to tell the person I'm living with. I'm like, Hey, just so you know, I, and I'm not, I feel like I might be coming across as braggy. Cause then he'll say, (laughs) Oh, you know, sometimes when I'm making lunch, I'll just, you know, as I'm killing time on break, I'll start wiping things down. And then it becomes kind of a competition. And it's like, (sighs) Oh, I just wanted you to know that you could feel safe using the, I don't know. I I get it, Steve. You know, I get it.
2: See, but, and it's, especially if you, if you do anything like, I, I don't think, let me think, have I been to a restaurant yet? I don't think I've been to a restaurant yet, but some people have, and I'm sure that then they navigate that conversation. It's okay. And it was only, is at 30% capacity and we're safe. Cause we're always worried about what's the one activity that is legal to do but might set that person off or feel like a sensitive spot or that person's not quite ready for it. Because some of us are willing to go uh, to restaurants. Some of us are willing to shop inside. Some of us mm-hmm. are willing to go on planes, but we're not willing to do the inverse of those things. Right. It's the year of the couch. It's the year of the couched conversation.
0: I don't like couching. I know. And um, you, you know when you're talking to somebody who has, you know that they have a difference of opinion. <laughs> yes. You know, like I'll be talking to someone and they'll be like, oh, this whole thing is exaggerated. And instead of being like, are you out of your mind? You, you know, you have to go, oh, why do you think that? You know, you have to be keep your calm because I don't believe it's exaggerated. I think it's probably under uh, reported.
2: Well, and it's so tricky because and it's by the way, like, I also think it's OK if you think it's underreported or if you think it's over. Reported. Sure. It's can't, yeah, you know, what's, can't we all just get along? Right? Yeah. I mean, because some people, you can argue about measures because the CDC health officials, they've changed their mind throughout this entire thing because it's a novel coronavirus. Yes. It's new. So information has to change. And as a human being, you can become a little bit tiresome of just taking whatever the next guidance is because you're like, well, in a year or in, th- or in, a, in a year <laughs> will we exist in a year in a month it could change the topic could be totally different now we don't think you need to do this are we wearing goggles soon are we not wearing goggles right are you wearing goggles to work donna i'm You're not gonna be a goggle
0: lady i'm not a goggle, <laughs> goggle
2: lady lady goggle
0: <laughs> i, I kind of oh. like it i would like to be lady goggle <laughs> <laughs> I mean, funny. now i gotta go get some you know,
3: it's, you just my, it's just my
2: minor, minor irritation <laughs> I can day. just
3: bring my entire skydiving helmet, which kind of looks like a motorcycle <laughs> helmet. Really? Dylan, we got
0: to get you at a skydiving uh, <laughs> adventure. It's, how long it When's been? When's the last time uh, you skydived?
3: 2007. Oh, yeah, girl. Yeah, girl you're a due. A long time. I, I actually um, was almost uh, to having my A license for advanced well. free fall. Um, but what does that mean? You I,
2: get the free fall longer?
3: Um, no, that you can jump anywhere in the world in an, an AFF location. Um, it's basically a license to jump anywhere in the world. You can just Whoa. roll up and go, here's my, you know, and bring your own nice. parachute. But wow. uh, I did
0: not make it to that test. Uh, um, so, yeah. I think we really need to dig into Dawn's oh, history, all of it. yeah. Like I mean, we could just rattle off a few things that we know about her right now. <laughs>
2: she um, sidetracked sure ghost- and worked at a Ruby Tuesday.
0: Uh, she's a ghost hunter. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, she's a gamer.
2: She's a gamer.
0: She likes to game.
3: You're um, on
2: LinkedIn, Dawn. I'd like to look at your LinkedIn.
3: I am not. I'm so annoyed by LinkedIn me too. people on LinkedIn <laughs> telling me to be. Hey, so and so's on LinkedIn. They want to link with you. I'm like, too bad. <laughs> Too cool for LinkedIn.
2: Then you got to start endorsing people's skills. Oh. Like Randall said, he's good at taking minutes during a meeting. Oh no! Will you endorse <laughs> Randall's meeting. Dawn
0: was ticker? also a uh, singing telegram lady. Yes. Yeah, uh, she was on OzFest. <laughs> yeah. Um. What else? Hmm. My favorite thing to do on stage is be the Wicked Witch. That's right. Okay. You're really into the Wicked Witch and costuming. Yeah. I mean, she's just so interesting. Oh, my gosh.
3: This what?
2: Is, it's interesting.
0: Yeah, you're a real interesting gal.
3: I don't feel interesting now. I'm having a little bit of COVID depression. Oh, oh no. Really? Oh, it's just, oh a, well, no. I hasn't been here. I've just been plugging along. And then, uh, you know, I, I do talk to uh, a counselor every week. I find yep. that very helpful like, for a variety maybe. of things. Virtual thing? Yeah, it's on the phone. And I was just telling her, I feel like, I mean, I haven't been in a play in four years since I moved here. Oh, yeah. Just She's also like an, a thespian. I just want to, the last play I was in was um, Julius Caesar, oh. Shakespeare in the Park. I was wow. Caesar.
0: Nice. Oh,
3: nice. And I miss doing that, so I'm trying to find ways that I can be creative still, and, sure. And maybe like write something. It's just so hard without a deadline to do that. Anyway, I know, I know.
0: That's so true. When you have an open ended whatever, I'm not
3: in school. I have nobody to
0: turn. Yeah, you know, to, my work into right. Like, oh, boy. you don't. You're not held accountable. I get it.
3: But I yes. promise I'll still be happy and cheery on the air. Okay, thanks. Good
2: morning. Good morning.
0: Good morning. Good morning. And when we come back on the Donna and Steve show, where we're going to be happy and peppy and bursting with love. Yes. Uh, Steve's got some things that made him go, huh?
2: You know the phrase, oops, I spilled the beans. Don't spill the beans. Do you yeah. know the origin of this phrase? Nope. It is fascinating. It's fascinating. No kidding. I will tell you about that, plus a bunch of other stuff that at the end of the day is ultimately worthless. When we return <laughs> on the Donna and Steve show on My Talk.
0: Welcome back to the show. The Donna and Steve show, that is, on my talk, 107.1, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, producer, Dolma things that make you go, huh. McLean.
2: Huh. Huh. This comes courtesy of Mental Floss. We shared it last week on Twin Cities Live, and as we were sharing it, I thought, well, this is a things that make you go, huh, kind of an entry, if ever I've read one. The phrase, spill the beans. Oops. Spill the beans! Don't spill the beans. Where does it come from? We're just a bunch of simpletons walking around. We just say things and don't care why we say them. Here's why.
3: Oh man, speak hey. for
2: yourself. Hey, hey. <laughs> so this uh, dates way back to ancient Greece. This, according to Bloomsbury International, if you were voting yes on a certain matter, you, at the time you would place a white bean in the jar. If you you were voting no, you would place a black bean in the jar. Now, the jar was not transparent, and since the votes were meant to be kept secret until the final tally, someone who accidentally knocked it over the jar mid-vote was literally spilling the beans and figuratively spilling the beans about the results.
0: Oh, so then you know the secret. Yes. I see. Don't spill the beans.
2: That's why we say it. That's cool. Now, this, a uh, couple regarding outer space. NASA. They have offices in a lab that's inside of a building in New York City, and it's right above Tom's Restaurant, which you would recognize as the diner in the show Seinfeld.
0: What? Mm-hmm.
2: So, right above that restaurant that they would always go to, which is Tom's Restaurant, mm-hmm. is a NASA office.
0: Oh, that's cool.
2: Yeah, so next time they take an exterior shot, you'll be like, hey!
3: What are they doing up there in that lab?
2: Yeah, man. Now, this about astronauts and laundry. How do they do it in space? <laughs> they can't do it. They cannot do laundry. So, dirty clothes from the International Space Station get sent out into space to burn up in the Earth's atmosphere. Oh, what?
3: Huh. They Ugh. just float them out there and go deal with it, space. Yeah.
2: And space is like, I got you.
0: And it just burns up and just incinerates into the atmosphere?
2: I suppose. Like yeah. like ash that we never really even notice is out there.
0: But what if you wanted to wear those pants again? <laughs> you got to kill it. You you <laughs> just oh, have man, to. Oh, man, that's a bummer.
2: I think Deion Sanders said he never wore the same suit on television twice. Wow. He would always, he would wear it once and then he would kill it. He would kill the look. Wow. We're done. He's very eccentric. And then he would like give it to someone else. I guess he would give it away. I hope. Hmm. How about that? Does this make anybody want to go to space? The Seinfeld connection. The mm. I don't ever have to do laundry again connection.
0: Yes. No. Yes. Oh. Yeah.
2: Don, what's the longest? How about this? <laughs> if you were paid um, your annual wages plus. Fifty percent, okay. Uh-huh. So we'll give you a fifty percent raise today. Okay. The question is, how long would you be willing to stay in space as a stunt mm-hmm. with astronauts? We check in maybe once a week with you. Yeah. And as long as you stay there, each week you're 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 earning fifty percent more than you earn right now. How long would you stay in space?
0: Six months.
2: Holy cow! Oh my gosh.
0: Hell no! Whoa. No. No. Oh. Nobody knows what's going on up there. You could like die.
3: Oh boy.
0: I mean, I mean somebody knows. Are you, knows. Are you yeah, some... I mean, do you think people are doing it to fulfill their own personal curiosity, or do you think they're doing it for the good of the world?
2: Well, I think astronauts are generally, you know, they're they're doing good for civilization, humanity, science. Science But if you're Dawn and you go up there, you're probably just curious. You're adventurous.
3: Yeah. Hmm.
2: And you're like, oh, I wonder what that would be like. There's only one way to find out. Yeah. What a feeling it must be to look out a window (laughs) and see Earth.
3: Oh, my gosh. What a dream.
2: You know, Earth is wild. Like, planets don't make any sense at all. No. So it appears to be a circle. Mm -hmm. But it's not like there's any hard part, hard exterior of that circle you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's ultimately just floating lands land masses and water floating in the sky not inside of a ball the earth is round but it's not solid on the outside you know what i mean things that
3: make you go what about the planets that that are just gas
0: i don't know what Uh. that means (laughs) that's i you know
3: i don't like that like jupiter saturn Uranus, Uranus,
2: Neptune. Uranus is definitely just gas. It's Ooh. just now the moon. The moon is a circle, but it's at least like the. It seems like like a circle that you could knock on. Yeah. You know, but mm-hmm. Earth, the the circle is an illusion, isn't it? not? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Check.
3: I mean, it's there.
0: Oh, probably. But you know what I
3: mean. Yeah, it's a solid structure, though. I mean, there are parts underwater, and then underneath that, there's a solid structure. But wow, where does the circle stop? What? How do, how does the circle stop? Dudes, this is like this is <sighs> freaky preschool astronomy <laughs>
0: with some acid. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Market for Rocco. Uh,
2: <laughs> After Janet Lee watched herself in the famous shower scene in the movie Psycho, guess what? She never took another shower again. For the rest of her life, she only took baths.
0: Wow, that's fascinating.
2: Especially, you would think it would be less scary because she acted in the scene.
0: Right. (laughs) Right. You know, every now and again, I do get that freaky feeling when I'm behind a shower curtain. It's probably just a ghost.
2: There you go. Thanks, John. Does that help? <laughs> <Donna? laughs>
0: yeah. Nope. Okay. Yeah. But you know, every now and then, it's like, what if someone just broke into my house and now they're in my bathroom? Yeah. yeah. And now they're just gonna.
2: Oh boy. Wonder how many people have died via murder in a in a shower? Because that's, oh, that's a that's real a...
0: dark for you, Steve. But the yeah. reason I
2: ask is, it's a predominant fear. I know a lot of people like huh. look out of the shower curtain every now and again. But kind of like, you know, shark attacks. You got a better chance of dying next time you encounter a vending machine than you do a shark attack.
3: And more people die from chewing on a ballpoint pen than from skydiving. That's good to know.
0: As I take the pen out of my mouth.
3: (laughs) And slowly
2: put it on the (laughs) table.
0: Oh, meh. Yeah. Hey, you guys. Uh, let's talk a little uh, TV when we come back. Sound good? Sure. Okay, a very thoughtful reason from Ellen Pompeo on why she stayed on Grey's Anatomy for so long. I actually give her major props for it. We'll tell you about that and more coming up next on My Talk 107. Hey, guys. Hey. hey. What's up, Donna? you ever watch Grey's Anatomy?
2: Oh, yeah. My wife watches it a lot, so I buy proxy have watched a lot of episodes really yeah yep
0: that's interesting I watched the first couple of seasons I loved it and then I just kind of it just fizzled mm. but I really thought it was a good show I can't believe it's still on the air um Ellen Pompeo was on a podcast recently and she is talking about why she has been on the show for so long I think it's been 15 years could that Crazy. be right or could it be more It
2: could be more I think 17? they're entering season seventeen.
0: Yep. So here's the thing. She said I think she started the show when she was already in her thirties. And long story short, by the time she was 40, she started having kids. And then she decided, you know what? I don't want to start chasing jobs at age oh, forty yeah. when I'm I have a family. Mm. Um, she said a healthy home life was more important than her career. And she also made the decision to make money. And that gave her that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Security. So she was making, what, $20 million at some point she negotiated for um, a season. It's great. And she's like, where else am I going to make that kind of money as a 40-year-old? Sure. You know, like, if she got out of the business, Mm -hmm. she's not going to make that kind of money. I mean, nobody is really and the whole chasing job things boy isn't that relatable? Uh,
3: that's
2: really smart that's that's wise that's not even smart there's wisdom in that approach
0: yes and she said that it was so she's got three kids a 10-year-old a five-year-old and a three-year-old and she said that um first of all she's one of the highest paid actresses in on television and she said her home life was more important than her career so her finances had a lot to do with it her age had a lot to do with it and I really respect that she's really honest about that. She said, you know, things were bad in the first 10 years. And she, you know, remember all the rumors behind the scenes about things being bad behavior, toxic work environment. Um, Remember, oh, God, I can't remember the guy's name, but he left the show. Um, T.J. Miller? Yes. Not Miller. Was it Miller?
3: Yeah, I think so. Okay. T.J.,
0: yeah.
2: Looking it up, efforting. I
0: thought TJ Miller was a comedian, but TJ, it's TJ something something. I'll give you Miller. Steve, thank you. Efforting. Efforting.
2: Slow typer. T R Knight. Okay. TJ Miller (laughs) is a comedian.
3: A comedian, and uh, I've always confused them. I'm like, well, yeah. really? he's still doing comedy because I've nuts. never watched—I've never watched Grey's Anatomy.
0: Oh my god, I love it! I'm trying to give you an until Tandon, but I can't. <laughs> Please, yeah, you. I can't baby. reach it. Daddy. That's
3: all yeah, right. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, but I just—I think that's—I think people really like her. I yeah. think they like her in this role. They said as long as um she wants to play Meredith Grey. Uh, the show will uh, stay in
3: biz. Wow, that's a really smart move on her part. I think yeah. so, too. To to, find, to not let your ego take control of you. Yes. I mean, because honestly, to chase other jobs all the time. Movies. And and that's and more of like a, like, what can I do as an actress? You know, and she's like, actually, this is a great paycheck. Exactly. And right. realistically how am I going to get paid anymore?
0: Right. She also earns a producing fee on the, the gray spinoff actually, uh, station 19. Yeah. And she said, you know, there are a lot of people out there who don't like to be kind of, they try to run away from stuff that they're really well known for. Right. And she's embracing it. She'd rather see it as the blessing that it is. So that's really great. I know. I think so too.
2: No matter what you do to Dawn's point, uh, like the the wisdom behind just saying, I'm not going to chase other jobs, because that is, if you've ever done that, we have it, you know, mm-hmm. that Exhausting. it's, uh, to borrow a phrase from the old ancient Bible, it's like chasing after the wind. You will never get what you think you're in search of, right because you know, the, you, you have to just love the thing that you do. And it's really great. If you can look at these other opportunities, because by the way, any of us could just be trying to get to Chicago or yeah. trying to yep. get to LA or New York. right? And there's a real nice moment when you realize, I always say it's like, after you get a new job, after the Facebook post or the Instagram announcement to all of your, your circle, hey, got this new gig and I'm, I'm gonna be in market number two or whatever. After that, the work is the work. So you have to love the work. You know, one soundstage doesn't look different from another sound stage. Same mm-hmm. with a radio station. I mean, ours could use a little upkeep, but it would give you that. But I mean, you're in front uh-huh. of a microphone, you're in front of a camera, whatever it is. You just You're have doing to what you love. Love the work and then figure out how does uh, how does like the work that you do fit into what you want your life to look like. Yeah. And it's and for her to just realize, yeah, if she scored a big movie, that would I'm sure there's an agent in her ear saying, Hey That'd be good. We could maybe make the jump into the big screen. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Look, I this this works really well with the other things I'm prioritizing in my life."
0: Right? You know, and sometimes you miss out on things in life when you're not settling down. You know, I went from. Pennsylvania, the Poconos, Pennsylvania, to Athens, Georgia, to Atlanta, Georgia, to Austin, Texas, mm. to Minneapolis, all within a period of like five years. Mm-hmm. And it is really exhausting trying to be a market chaser, mm. you know, because yes. you think things are better and the grass is always greener on the other side. So that's why I really respect what uh, she has done.
2: Yeah. Right? Also, $575,000 per episode mm-hmm. yeah, is yeah, a that's good not bad amount to <laughs> a good make paycheck as well absolutely Sheesh.
0: um so good on her we don't know i know that her upcoming 17th season is um when her current deal is set to expire but they're still planning they're they're laying the groundwork for season 18 and beyond so if you're a gray's anatomy fan that might be good news for you can't remember
2: if it was ellen Pompeo or if it was shonda rhimes who said that when she leaves the show goes
0: I think it was Shonda.
2: Was it Shonda? Okay, well, then that that would be that, then. You, you know, would hate
3: so... it for it to be Ellen. Think about that.
0: Right. She's like,
3: yeah. when I'm done, this shit this is, is done. done. All right. You hear me? Calm, Calm down.
0: Think about all the other people who have come and gone. Remember Katherine Heigl? Oh, oh yeah. She was kind of a pain in the butt yeah. to work with. I mean, they've come a, a long way. And she said she worked really hard at um, being... An active participant in making things better. That's great. So very cool.
2: McDreamy's your... dead.
0: Oh boy. Oh man. Spoiler alert. Uh, I didn't Spoiler. Know that. Sorry. Yeah. Is the other Mick still good?
2: McSteamy. Yeah. He's good.
0: Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Um, guys. Um, some stars are coming forward and um, to Ellen DeGeneres' defense, some of those people include Brandy Carlisle, Ashton Kutcher. Kevin Hart, Jerry O'Connell, Diane Keaton. Um there's a polo player, do you know Nacho Figueras?
2: I do not know Nacho.
0: He actually wrote a really nice very long post about her. But then you know people are also firing back saying you're a celebrity of course she was nice to you listen to the people that are working behind the right. scenes and there's a and, difference
3: and you're a big time celebrity <laughs> right like they people don't want to look at you in the eye anyway right you know right you know, and I will, scary.
2: The, anecdotally, we have had situations on Twin Cities Live where Elizabeth and I have had a wonderful encounter with someone, and then we have our post mortem meeting after, and we're like, <laughs> oh, what? And then a producer is talking about something that may have happened, some behavior issues, perhaps behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And we're always really disheartened to hear that because it's like, oh my gosh. Now we, but we know we're getting everybody's best, best foot forward. Yes. And meanwhile, a little bit of the real their real self comes out behind the scenes. As pressure's on, you're on in five minutes, and they're trying to finish their stuff so that they're ready. So do you I do kind could of agree totally not to
3: interview that. them again, or how does that work?
2: We have, um, we have, yes, we have taken some stands of there needs to be a conversation that that behavior needs to be different, or we just don't book them anymore. Right. And you know, with Twin Cities Live, we, we have the luxury of we've had we've had a a run in with a. Um, Some not great behavior from a well-known person at Mm -hmm. one point. And we just afterward, I sent the staff an email and said, here's the deal. We we don't need to have this person on the show ever again. Because even if Oprah or pick the biggest star, if they came on to this show, the Don and Steve show or Twin Cities Live tomorrow, it ultimately doesn't matter. It would be a fun one day event. But it doesn't matter. We're, we're, we're like a long game here. We're just yeah. part of the fabric. And mm-hmm. tomorrow we're doing cooking segments, whether Oprah's on today mm-hmm. or not. And so the point being, we don't we ever don't need to. We do
3: Oprah.
2: Yeah, we don't need to certainly bend our standards of what we think professional and personal conduct should be. Just so we can say, and coming exactly. up tomorrow on this show.
0: You got it, Steve. And I didn't mean
3: when I said we don't need you, Oprah, I didn't actually No, we do. Yeah,
0: we do Oprah,
2: need you, Oprah. Her don't her name go is Don away. Don we yep. and she wants you gone.
0: No. Oh. Oh. By the way, did anybody watch the Oprah special on um John Lewis yesterday? No. I recorded it. So, I'll uh, come back tomorrow with a VHS tape. When you say recorded. Hilarious. <laughs> didn't I record it? I didn't say I taped it.
3: No, you said recorded. That's right. Hmm. Great. That's Thank you. Yes.
0: Thank you. Um, Do we have time to talk about Tiffany Haddish's new boyfriend? Sure. Um, She revealed on the Steve-O podcast that she and Common
3: are dating. I love it. Yes. She said um, that he was really supportive of her decision to shave her head and called the result beautiful. He said, wow, you did it. You've got a lot of courage. You're so beautiful. I love it. Oh my oh. God, they're so. And then they sweet. put their bald heads together.
2: I didn't know she shaved her head.
3: Yeah, she shaved oh, yeah. her head completely. She's wanted to get rid of her hair for a long time and just start over.
0: I wonder if she had like extensions or oh, anything in yeah, there. Yeah, that
3: ruined your hair. Yeah, I she really probably have on extensions, like- but I don't think my hair can handle it.
0: Anyway, yeah. they're a great
3: couple. She said she loves them. They are in and love. They've both been tested, and so
0: they've been quarantining, right?
3: Yes. And that um, she says that it's the best relationship she's ever had.
0: Oh, girl, I'm so happy. I'm happy. He's adorable too. Yeah, he seems like a really nice human being. Sometimes there are
3: certain celebrities I feel like you are really happy for them. Like you're, they're your friend. Yes,
0: (laughs) you're just really like wishing the best for them. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Okay, that's great news. When we come back on the Donna and Steve show, if you see something, we want you to say something. Uh oh, Steve. Have you seen something?
2: I think that TikTok may have just turned on a really, really big celebrity.
0: A beloved celebrity?
2: You could argue as much. Mm. And it spins into apparently a generational fight that is going on that technically I think I'm a part of and I didn't even know it. I'll explain all (laughs) of this when we return. And if you see something, say something on the Don and Steve show on my talk.
0: And Steve here on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. Let's do this, Steve. Ready? Ready? Okay. You ready?
2: Okay, <laughs> hey, if you see something, say something. Yeah! Oh, that is catchy, huh? You, you see something you, so Time something for if you. you see something, say something. With Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party it tonight. Ha ha ha, Rab-a-do. <laughs> Rab-a-do. TikTok. TikTok. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, even though you guys all make it out like I am some TikTok fiend, <laughs> I have only made three videos for TikTok. Oh. I'm more of like a looker. You know, I look at the people's TikToks.
3: Yeah, lurker.
2: I'm a lurker. I'm lurking. Now, TikTok made waves because there's questions of will it get shut down at some point in the United States. Microsoft saying, wait, maybe we'll buy it. All sorts of stuff. So it's been in the headlines. But today, for a different reason, there is an article in Rolling Stone that says, Why Gen Z Turned on Lin-Manuel Miranda.
0: Uh-oh. What?
2: Teens on TikTok have begun mercilessly mocking the Pulitzer Prize winning Hamilton <gasps> playwright. Why? Now, he had his heyday. When Hamilton came out, he was on top of the world. But now, apparently what's happening on TikTok is that a bunch of teenagers are just making fun of him. I guess there's this lip-biting meme that Lin-Manuel had. I think it might be a common um, like pose for him, like a selfie pose. Uh-oh.
3: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
2: is Chris Jenner,
3: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He's biting. Yeah. He's biting on the side of his lip. If you look up like Lin-Manuel lip bite, Uh-oh. you'll find it. Um, and so they're making fun of him for that. And then other people are making fun of his rapping. And people are mocking. Here's what it sounds like, and it's always like, "I was young, it's scrappy," and like that. I would listen, and, and I was like, "Oh man, these kids are being punks." And then I go. And, and by the way, some of them are like, "I still love Hamilton. I think that it's great." But they're now just looking at the the man that is Lin Manuel Miranda and some of his odd behaviors. I think there was a point where they, in the article, they said he he was selling selfies. What? At one point, No. Uh, it just kind of some weird stuff. They say there are screen grabs from his store of framed selfies, which he sold on his website for $79 each. I don't know. Bunch of parody videos. People are just oh, having boy. some fun with Lin-Manuel Miranda. But then it tipped me off to something I didn't know about, which I suppose by proxy I'm involved in, that there is a Gen Z millennial fight going on. Really? That the Gen Zers, just when you went to lump them all in together, the Gen Zers don't necessarily like the Millennials. There's some sort of a cultural divide between them. Huh. Who am it's, I? You're?
0: Are I you a Gen even Xer? Know what I, I don't. Am. Th- I don't know. I if have you're a Gen no X-er.
3: Idea.
2: Well, the, the Millennials <laughs> view the Gen Zers as overly earnest and only superficially progressive deeming them the generation of hashtag girl boss feminism, and self-care memes. Hmm. So that's this from Rolling Stone. This is th- their words. Um, and millennials view Gen Zers as almost otherworldly species, expressing bemusement at their obsession with upper body heavy dance movements. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: That's awesome. Bird
2: bird I don't know. Bunny. I just, I'm just, and I'm a millennial. No, I'm like the oldest millennial walking the face of the earth. Oh, absolutely. Because I've been married right. almost 15 years and I have four children. Yeah. So I don't exactly scream millennial, but it's out there. There is a war in girlfriends. It's raging. Hmm. <laughs> you need a new chair.
0: I Dude, do too. <laughs> mine's, mine's kind of squeaky too. What's I have happening? a squeaky chair.
2: And I'm squeaking, and then when I lift it up, so look, I'm going to pull that lever. Mm -hmm. You know the lever underneath? Okay. I'm going to lift up. I raise my chair. By the end of this segment...
0: It sounds like
2: a cartoon. Like... Mm. By the end of this segment, my chair will be in its lowest position. Oh, my God. I lift it up, and then every segment I have to go up, and then I sink way back down. This is a chair that I got from Walmart, and I got it for sure at least (laughs) 10 years ago. And I think maybe it's time for Stevie Boy to throw the towel in on this chair. Okay. (laughs) I have a streaming service for all you nerds out there.
0: Okay. Is this for Dawn?
2: I think Um, it would definitely fit Dawn's bill. Although this is more like true nerd. She's more geek culture.
3: How do you know? You don't know me like that.
2: (laughs) This is legit... Just nerd. And I would dig this. Have you heard of Curiosity Stream? No. It offers thousands of hours of history, science, and nature documentaries. Oh, I love it. For only $20 a year. A year? A Ooh. year. So, what's on Curiosity Stream? They ask. Yes, I know it's another streaming service, and we could just all flip the table at the mention of that. But uh, it offers a whole lot of program that they say isn't available anywhere else. So they say this article on Mental Thoughts, for anyone looking to learn more about our natural world, famed theoretical physicist Jim Al-Khalili hosts the story of electricity, giving viewers a comprehensive look at the energy that makes so much of our daily lives possible. Interesting. Hmm. If you're a techie, British mathematician Marcus du Sautoy presents the secret rules of modern living Algorithms, which gives a behind the numbers look at those mysterious formulae, that's right, plural formula, that seem to control so much of what we see online. Ooh, the algorithms online. That's interesting. Like, why do you have 500 Facebook friends, but you only see 20 people's updates? And why is it the most yes. annoying 20?
0: Why? It's
2: an algorithm.
0: What does that mean for me? That,
2: that means that there are numbers and there are things that the computer's AI is determining about you and then saying, we're going to show you these people's because you like that person's photo once or twice, or you commented oh. on their political discussion. But the thing
0: is, you. okay, so here's my question. I, I don't... I, I obviously am not a techie person. I don't understand a lot of things. When, I mean, how can you actually comment on other people's things if they're not in your feed, if they're not in your news feed? Like, if I go on right now, I'm only going to comment on people who show up. I'm not going to go looking for them.
2: This is the problem with the algorithm. Uh. They, I, I believe that the algorithm shows you your Facebook friends. And again, it always does seem to be the most annoying ones, right? And it does that because you've liked, you've commented, whatever, you've reacted to theirs. And so the algorithm says Donna likes or is interested, I should say, when Richard posts because she commented <laughs> three that times that on that post. Is. So now you're going to get more Richard. <laughs> and then by the end of it, you're Wait, only going to get this little I
0: just little got a Richard group. text here.
2: Hold on. <laughs> is it long? <laughs> hey, what?
0: I already deleted it. I can't tell you.
2: Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. So that's what's happening. That's what's happening. It's an algorithm. You
3: know, I feel kind of like yeah, because on on Instagram, at -hmm. least, I only see certain people's posts. So I'm liking everything that Norman the Pig does.
2: Yes. Now, I
3: love Norman the Pig, but... And then I forget
0: about some of my other friends and I'm like, Well what's Katie doing? Right? Like what yeah. if you have five hundred friends? Yeah. And then you just keep seeing like the same braggy, fifteen. 30. It's true. Like the I same know. fifteen things. Like when people are like, Hey, did you have you did you see my Facebook post? I don't know how I would have if yeah. it, unless it shows up in my feed. I'm not logging onto your page. We don't even
2: remember who our Facebook friends are no. until it populates. It's the algorithm. Curiosity stream, if you want to figure out how that works and other weird things of the world, that's your new streaming service. Twenty dollars a year Curiosity Stream.
0: Okay. I like that name for a band. Algorithm. Oh. Right? Yeah, there that's go. cool. All right. uh, hey, when we come back, speaking of bands, uh, we've got a list of some of the best cover songs by
1: artists and bands. This holiday, whether you're making a Fred Meyer Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for 2 Fred Meyer has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may
2: apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Fred Meyer, Fresh for
3: Everyone.